Welcome back to Restored Mama. I have a real treat for you today. I have a special guest here, and I was miserably sick when we did the recording, so I'm so thankful for friends with such wisdom to help out on the days that I really need it. I don't have many guests on here, but when I do, it's because it is someone that I know and I trust, and I believe that they can give you some really amazing wisdom. Today, I have a dear friend of mine from Cheyenne. She's from the Energized Mama podcast. She's all the way over in Belgium to talk to us today about being drained in life and feeling isolated and alone. Cheyenne is remarkable, an amazing godly woman full of the Holy Spirit with wisdom just seeping out of her. She's a wonderful mother and amazing wife and fellow podcaster. We have yet to meet in person since she's across the world, but someday we have become such close friends with even a world between us. Thanks to our similar journey. I can't wait to hear what wisdom she has for us. Cheyenne is bringing us three D's to help us feel less exhausted, less isolated, and full of energy. And who better than the mama of the podcast all about energy? The last D is so powerful, and the Holy Spirit was definitely speaking through Cheyenne. So make sure you hang on to the very end. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, Pick up your feet. You deserve a break. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Just the way you introduced me. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm a part of an exclusive club or something. Like I've always wanted to be a part of like a VIP list. And I feel like since oh, you don't have a VIP list for sure. I'm, I'm a VIP. All right. I made it. I made it. So well, seriously, thank you so very much. And I'm just honored to be here on your podcast and just get a chance to connect with uh, everyone listening today. So let's tell all the mamas listening a little bit about you. You have the Energized Mama podcast and you truly are energized. You just exude energy. Even though you're at the end of your pregnancy, you just live out energy. And that was like the first thing I saw when I met you. So tell us about you, your podcast, and just a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. Well, yes, as Jennifer so beautifully said, I am at the towards the end of my pregnancy, all of us moms, right? It's like that guessing game at the end. We don't know when our sweet little baby is going to surprise us, but I'm currently almost 35 weeks pregnant. This is with my uh, second baby boy. And so my first son, he is three years old, or he will be in about five days. I I feel like I should be rounding down because that's so hard when you it's like, oh, he's no longer two, he's now three and full on three major mode. Um, But so we have a son, um, his name is Mason Brave. And then uh, this is our second, my husband and my second child together. Um, I will uh, share publicly his name uh, when you guys come, of course, connect with me at the end of this episode. It's a little bit of a secret right now. 
Um, and then I also have a stepdaughter, my bonus girl, who is 14. So in our home, um, she's with us full time. So we have a teenager, a three-nager, as I said, a toddler and a soon-to-be newborn, which I feel like sounds like a TV show right off the bat. And if that doesn't sound enough like a TV show, well, as um, Jennifer also said in the beginning of the podcast, um, I am a fellow podcaster. I have the Energized Mama podcast, but I am also an American mama living in Belgium. My husband and I, um, back in September 2018, we actually met, true story, in a castle at a mutual friend's wedding. I had come here to Europe for a week just actually as a surprise. This girl didn't even know I was coming to her wedding. Uh, she was a friend from high school, Belgian girl, and her fiance at the time and her best friend invited me um, on a whim, wanting me to be like the big surprise. So I was de definitely her surprise, but I think the biggest surprise of, of course, the whole experience was that God led me to my husband at her wedding. And um, we just kind of hit it off right from the start met on the dance floor. And then four months later, after I had come home and we dated long distance, he came to meet my family and we got married actually when he came and visited me. And uh, if you guys are keeping up with our timeline, about two months later after our wedding, I was able to get all my paperwork finalized uh, to come over here to Belgium and to immigrate here. So in a matter of six months, I had taken a whim trip to Europe thinking I'm 30, almost 31. At that time, I had just moved back in with my parents. And I'm like, I'm just going to go do something for me. God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just going to go do something fun. And here he had, <laughs> he had bigger plans for me than I had for myself. And so uh, I immigrated within six months. And um, when I moved here, I instantly became a wife, a stepmom. And then five months later, we got pregnant with our first son. And then when our son was born, the COVID pandemic happened. <laughs> and so it was kind of all the things all at once. And you want to talk about feeling overwhelmed and alone and isolated. That was my everyday life because suddenly I was in quarantine with a brand new baby, 5,000 miles away from home and also taking care of a, that at that time, a 11 year old who I was now her full-time motherly role figure. And I was just like, how do I do this? How did I get here? And how do I do this? But I'm happy to say I figured I figured a way out. And that's why um, I'm here today, because I love sharing with moms that no matter where you're at, no matter where the circumstances that your life has brought you to, there is a way out and there is a hope. I love that. I think one of the reasons that you and I connected and became such fast friends, even though we're on opposite sides of the world, it feels like we have such similar stories. We both yes. met and got married and got pregnant so fast and <laughs> took on stepchildren. And it just all happened so fast that overwhelming feeling just kind of takes over. So in your experience, what would you say to the moms of littles or um, moms that are in that situation where they're away from their village, which is a lot of what you talk about on your podcast, they're experiencing that loneliness and isolation, or even they might have their family right there, but they feel isolated and alone. What would you say to them? What would you have them do to get out of this feeling? Yeah, such a good question, Jennifer. You know, first and foremost, I would totally validate your feelings. Like where you are right now is totally normal, even if people don't talk about it. And I feel what's really hard with especially labeling our experience as moms as being exhausted and drained. It's almost like 
it becomes like a gold star we give us. It's almost like the more exhausted and drained you feel, ooh, the better you're doing as a mom, or at least that's kind of the way I feel that I felt. You know, it's kind of like if I wasn't feeling that way, am I doing enough? Am I, am I actually being a great mom to my littles? Am I doing enough? Am I being enough? And then I realized that, you know what? Motherhood doesn't have to be that way. In fact, I think that a really quick way to not have a motherhood that you actually want, that you've always desired is to keep going at it at that pace because you're eventually going to burn out. And you're eventually going to not be able to keep up with this lifestyle that perhaps either you've created or the circumstances around you have created. Because I do know that there is so much out of our control. So what I'd like to share with you guys today is instead of focusing not on what you can't control or something that has to do with others outside of your control is to bring your focus mamas back to like what you can control, because that's a great place to start, because that's what's ultimately going to give you freedom and peace and more energy, which is so often what we want as moms of littles. And we so often feel a lack of. And so that's what I want to share with you today. Some three, like three simple things, three simple movements you can make in your current everyday life um, that can give you the results that you want. And so if you guys are note takers like I am today, right now would be the time to like flip open the notes on your phone or take a pen and paper or the power of the pause button. I love that about podcasts and home workouts, by the way. Um, I love that you can just pause and pick up where you need to. So I'm going to give you guys three Ds, three Ds, right? So three different words that start with a D that'll help you guys have tangible steps to move forward after today's episode that you guys can actually take with you to help you feel less exhausted and isolated. And so Jennifer, is it okay if I dive into the first one? Dive in. I'm so excited to hear it. All right. Hey, that's another D. Maybe we'll we'll do four Ds. The first one is dive. Dive. <laughs> it's, it's to dive in with us. And then the second one is going to be delegate. Okay. Delegate. So yes, I'm starting things off with a bang because you're already going to have to step outside your comfort zone a little bit and ask for help. But I feel like delegating, delegating, meaning like having people help you with some of the responsibilities that you have can one be very uncomfortable, but it can also be really hard to figure out, okay, first of all, what do I delegate? The what? And then the who? Like, who helps me delegate? Because very often when you have a, when you have littles, so let's just define that as like kids under five, it is very often when you have the most on your plate or it's the most like physical needs that your children will probably ever have is like you needing to do that most hands-on. So what I would say if mama's If you're feeling really especially exhausted, you're probably not delegating enough in your life. So I want you to focus in on the question of where are you feeling the most stressed and burnt out in your life? So again, if you busted out that pen and paper or uh, notes on your phone, this is where I want you guys to start taking an assessment. Like, where do I feel the most stress? Where do I feel the most tension in my body when I think about the things that overwhelm me? Now, this can be your everyday things, okay? I don't want you to place judgment on yourself. So this could be, say, nighttime feedings, right? If you've got a little one who's still breastfeeding or still taking a bottle at night, it could be something as normal as school pickups, maybe like getting in the car or getting on the bike or going to the school line, getting your kids. Um, it could even be the grocery shopping. 
And again, please do not judge yourself here because yes, these may be something that we just think is like, oh, I'm supposed to do as a mom. But again, you can't do it all and you can't do it all well. And that's why I'm going to aim to help you delegate. So once you've created this list, I want you guys to then narrow down your top two. Okay, all of us probably have at least two, maybe add a zero at the end, maybe there's 20 things you wrote down. But I want you to focus on the top two, because if we try to focus on all of them right now, that's just actually going to make the problem worse. It's going to actually probably make you feel more overwhelmed, right? So let's just focus on the top two. And now when you look at these top two, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Okay, ladies, Jennifer, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready. Got my right, notes out. I'm ready. All right. Boom. Look at that. She's living and leading by example. That's what I love about you. Um, so you're going to ask yourself these three questions is number one, when you look at this thing that's stressing you out is, does it have to be done? First and foremost, just getting real simple out there. Like, does it actually have to be done? Okay. Now, number two, say it does have to be done. You want to ask yourself, does it have to be done the way I'm doing it? Right. Okay. So let's take, for example, like the school pickup kind of thing. Sometimes that really stresses people out, especially if you're a work from home mom and it like throws a big wrench in your day that, oh man, I've got to stop work and I'm working on a deadline, but I got to go get my kids. Right. So does it have to be done? Yes. Your kids have to be picked up from school. Right. Does it have to be done in the way I'm doing it? So are you the one going to get your kids? Well, only you can assess that. Only you can figure that out. But now I want you to take question number three. We'll apply it again to this example is, okay, so if so, who can I ask to help me alleviate the stress? Who can I ask to help me with this? So this could be as simple and practical as, you know, we immediately maybe start to think about our spouse or our family members. Well, if you're like me moving away from your family members, from your village, you may not have people that are super close to you that can go drop and go get your kids at a certain time. However, what do your kids have at school? They have classmates and those classmates have parents, right? Maybe it's easier to ask one of your kids, friends, parents to bring your kids in from school or to drop them off to do a little ride sharing, or maybe you do two days a week, they do three days a week, something like that. So that you have that less stress added into your day. And as simple as delegating it to someone that I guarantee would be more than happy to help, but also you may actually help alleviate some of their stress by encouraging them to delegate as well. So it's kind of a win-win all around. That's really good. You're helping other moms in the process. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's beautiful about it, right? That's the thing as moms that I love is it's almost like we have this unspoken language. It's like you get it. You get it, right? So that's what's beautiful is when you delegate, especially with other moms, it also is going to be a way that's going to help you out of if you're feeling isolated and alone as well, because so often, so many moms feel this way. Even if you're a mom listening right now and your your mom lives down the street or you have a, a great aunt that helps you with babysitting a few times a week or something, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to have that built-in community, if, even if they're just around you. I really believe community is the one that we build and it's more about a soul connection than necessarily a physical connection. So sometimes just by delegating, you're going to accidentally come across someone who's going to be in your tribe. You know, somebody who's going to help you feel loved and going to help you feel that sense of community that you didn't have that you wouldn't know unless you step outside of your comfort zone. That's really good. We talk about community a lot here on this podcast. Awesome. All it's about one the community of- and growing with your fellow mamas. 
Well, I can imagine just because of the name of your podcast, you know, it's like, that is the way to restoration. That is the way to renewal. That is the way is through connection with other people. I really do believe that's why God created not just people, but how he created family. You look back to how he created Adam and Eve and how he created us mothers to go, to go through and grow through childbirth and create families. It's like, there's a reason the family unit was his design. And so I do believe that that's also his design for us as mothers to not do it alone. Exactly. We definitely were not created to do life alone. Yes. All right. So are you ladies ready for number two? Number two. I'm excited. Flash three. Cause we dove in, right? <laughs> I feel like we're at like a bingo meeting, like D3. D3. If anyone wants to go for it. Um, okay. This one. Okay. Speaking of yelling something, you might yell something at me at this point, but I want you guys to just take a breath and go with me here. Okay. Because number D is downsize. All right. So as I'm looking at the tea that I'm drinking right now, I'm thinking, okay, this morning I had a coffee in here. So sometimes what we need to downsize in life are basically the things that don't serve us. Right. And sometimes caffeine is one of those things that could serve us well, or maybe it's not serving us in the way that we want. Right. Only you can actually decide and assess like what is causing you to feel depleted. Ooh, that's another D. There you go. It's all so many D's today. Right? Right? Exactly. I'm just loving it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He is like transporting it all. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, is like, is figuring out what you need to downsize in life. So sometimes that can be even thinking about that first step, mamas, is like, maybe you need to downsize your task list. Like maybe you need to downsize the responsibilities you've taken on. But when I think of downsize, I think of, again, depletion, right? We just kind of talked about that. So I think about like downsizing the things that don't serve our energy needs, our energy stores in life. And so if you are currently struggling with energy, if you feel real low energy, that's actually my specialty. And that's what I help moms of littles do is to figure out like, where are you getting your energy or where is your energy being zapped in your life? So this can look at, this can come from so many different ways. You know, obviously I think first and foremost, a lot of people, when they think of energy, you naturally go to exercise and what you're fueling yourself with the food, right? So you want to, and sometimes that can be hard because you think, well, I don't have the energy to exercise, but it's like a cyclical process. So it's like, well, you would have more energy if you actually exercise. So again, it's like assessing those priorities and realizing that you are worth it and you are enough. And maybe it's time to downsize on those other things in life, the other things that are being those big energy drainers or those time suckers in your life so that you have time to make sure you're getting your energy from the right sources. So whether it's exercise, if it's a healthy balanced meal, if it's hydration, oh my goodness, I've done so much research recently about fatigue and about chronic illness and how so much of it is truly caused by just dehydration. It's crazy. Like I, I did not realize that. I mean, I think I knew yeah, like, yeah, high stress and things like that and, and overeating, but no, like just not giving your body enough water can also be a way that, um, it depletes you as well. Um, another thing that we focus so much on with our toddlers that we don't give ourselves enough is naps. Well-timed naps are a good way to supplement your sleep. And Jen, I don't know about you, but I used to be one of those people that thought, I can only nap if I have like two solid hours. 
like my whole life. I mean, I had friends make fun of me because like when I was in my twenties, I'm like, nope, I'm not even going to lay down because all I'm going to do is like, think about all the things I have to get done. And this was before I came up, became a mom y'all. Like I look back, I'm like, what <laughs> did I get done in my twenties? Um, but before I was married and had kids, but, uh, now I've really <laughs> realized the power between, um, of a like, 15, 20 minute nap. And sometimes that is mama's just shutting your eyes again, like downsizing, even your nap, like even your mental blocks with your nap, you know, your kid may take an hour or two hour nap. That doesn't mean you need to take one that long, but again, always focusing back on how can I give myself what I need. And right now there may be times where you just need to like take a chill pill, right? You need to take that moment to just shut off and give yourself that gift. And I love power naps. It's like my favorite thing of the day. Yes. Yes. And I used to hear moms. I remember when I would, um, some of my background mamas is I used to be a nanny. Um, when I met my husband, I was living in between Los Angeles and San Diego and I was, um, an aspiring actress. So what do you do to put food on the table? You either do waitressing or my choice was walking dogs and watching children. And I remember, uh, with the moms, there were so many that would talk about a power nap, but I was like, what is power nap? I don't get it. Now I get it. <laughs> now, you know, you've experienced it. <laughs> All right. Exactly. I've been there. I've been there. So I'm before we move on to D number, who knows, whatever number we're calling it now, but is <laughs> <laughs> I just want to emphasize that in this area, again, for downsizing, sometimes it really is more about what you need to put a stop to in your life versus what you need to add. Cause all these things I mentioned, like a healthy balanced meal, exercise, drinking enough water, napping, that's great. But those will only be like a bandaid on top of something if you don't fix the root of the problem. So it's important to also assess what do you need to downsize in your life? Like what's taking your energy? Is it social media? Do you have too many apps on your phone? Do you have friends that have become toxic friends that, you know, after talking with them or getting off the phone with them that you just feel depleted, you know, or are you over committing yourself with friends and with your kids? You know, something I'd encourage you to do is, is take an assessment, go back to step number one, where we talked about delegating, you know, those three questions I gave you, does it have to be done, have to be done the way I'm doing it? If so, how can I alleviate the stress? You can do the same thing with the list that you you think about what's taking your energy. Go back through it that way and see what comes out of it. And you may find exactly the thing that you need to downsize in your life. That's really good. I talk about time suckers a lot too. I actually have an episode that's going to be airing about time suckers. So I love that you brought that up. It's huge and definitely an energy drainer. Good. I'm going to be stalking your show notes for that because I know that I Yeah, you should. Help for that in my life, for sure. All right. Well, I am going to, with Jen's permission, I'm going to dive into uh, my mm-hmm. third step here, my third D. So first, ladies, we talked about, um, besides diving in, we talked about delegating. Then we went into downsizing. And number three is going to be discipleship. What do I mean by that? That's a big word may even be a little Christianese to to those listening, right? It's like, um, I've heard that. I've heard of the Jesus disciples. I've heard of discipleship. What is that? Well, you may have heard one of my favorite quotes or, or phrases out there, right? It's like, you can't pour from an empty cup. I love it because it's so visual, right? It's like any mama, you can look at your empty coffee cup or tea or green smoothie cup, <laughs> your drink of choice. 
And you can see how when it's gone, it's gone. Like you want to talk about feeling depleted. Like you just, you just can't make something out of nothing. And so ultimately when I think about as a mom, why sometimes we feel so exhausted is because we're not pouring our cup back up. We're pouring so much out into our kids, our husbands, our families, and we often put ourselves last on the list. And you know what? Sometimes there are days where that just has to be done. But when it becomes a lifestyle, it becomes a lifestyle condition, an issue, an issue of the spirit. And why I chose the word discipleship is because basically I actually remember when I was taking notes for this episode, Jen, I was like, what is actually discipleship? Like, how can I break this down for people? Um, because I've heard it used in so many different ways. And basically, ladies, what it means is entering into a relationship to help people to trust and follow Jesus. That's like a very layman's terms, like this is what it means. And so I think also as Christian mamas, we also have that on our plate sometimes, right? Is you're trying to live out a godly life for those around you, for your children to reflect. You're trying to co-partner with your husband to be spiritual leaders in the household, where we also need to make sure that we make ourselves available intentionally to be discipled by the Holy Spirit and others in our lives, right? I, I, I'll never forget when I was in Los Angeles and I was going to this amazing church um, out there and it's called the Dream Center, by the way, if anyone's listening from California, LA, totally worth a stop. And there, um, I love it. Yes? Yes. Oh my God. I don't know if you remember, but I lived in California yes. for a little while. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's a whole nother uh-huh. topic we can talk about someday. <laughs> But that was my church and we had this amazing prayer ministry team. And I'll, I'll never forget the leader of the team. She was a, a, a woman from Alabama, an older uh, woman named Mona. And I'll never forget. She one time spoke over me and she said, shy, Cheyenne. She was like, who, who are you blocking for, for like, whose blessing are you blocking by not allowing them to help you? And I was like, what? Like it, it blew my mind. And she was like, you're so focused on helping everyone else. You do realize like you are blocking other people from helping you. And one, that's probably exactly what you need, but that's what they need. Sometimes we need to, we need to walk out our faith, right? Like faith without works is dead. And sometimes God may be speaking something to someone else that he needs you to let go. And he needs you to take a step back and allow them to help you so that they can grow their spirit, but also so you can be discipled. And when you take, when you realize in your life, like that, that is in in accepting that help and realizing that it's okay. That's when you actually can become who God wants you to be in your motherhood and in your spousehood as your wife. Right. And a lot of this, you know, can feel overwhelming to know, well, how do I start this? How do I do this? And so I would just say not to put pressure on yourself, Ultimately, to just make yourself a priority, make yourself a priority and realize that discipleship is going to be an ongoing process, you know, and it's going to be something that you give a little, you get a little, you spend time around women like Jennifer. Um, I feel like I've been discipled just through the phone, <laughs> just from our, our conversation and also listening to your episodes. You know, Jen, that is a great start, mamas. Like you're already taking, I feel like that first step here with this D is you're listening to her podcast. And there are some days where that's about 
all we can do. That's a, all we have space and energy for is to, as we're in the car, as we're working, as we're cleaning is to put on a 15, 20 minute episode. And that's a good start. So please don't get down on yourself, but I would just encourage you to surround yourself with women that you can interact with that, whether it is virtually or in person, that you just open yourself up there and know that that cup is never going to run dry because if you spend time around other believers, God is going to use them. He is the wellspring of life, right? So God's cup is never empty. He's the ultimate energy source. So no matter what else I talked about today, you know, whether it be the caffeine, the exercise, the naps, things like that, God is always going to give you all that you need and the supply that you need. And he actually has more than enough. So he has enough for you, for your family, for your kids. And so that's the other thing is just not to forget that sometimes we really do. I'll just go back to the first D we talked about. We need to dive. We just sometimes we just need to dive in with the Lord and dive in um, at, and surrender ourselves at his feet. I very often need to remind myself to be more of a Martha and not, or excuse me, a Mary and not a Martha. Look at that. I already said, <laughs> I know how much of a Martha I am. If you ladies are unfamiliar with that Bible story, just basically about how Martha and Mary were sisters and Mary would sit at the foot of Jesus. She wanted to dive in with him and just be at his feet and learn from him where Martha was more concerned about getting busy in the kitchen and making sure she was the best host and everything was okay. And yet Jesus said what Mary was doing reflected his heart and she knew what God's desire was for her. And so if I can just end my, my, my tips here today would just be to, re, to remember, to allow yourself to be discipled first and foremost by the Holy Spirit, surround yourself with believers and uh, aim to just be at Jesus's feet. Cause that's sometimes the only way we can hold ourselves together as moms of toddlers. That's really good. I feel like you're preaching there at the end. You got little God bumps. <laughs> Oh, I love it. We can even stop for praise bit break if we need to clap some hands. Like that was really yeah. totally God. <laughs> I think that's so true. And I love how you brought the Mary and Martha story in because us busy moms can definitely become those Marthas. And we do need to take a moment to just become a Mary for a little bit and sit and be discipled and learn and take in what God has for us and just listen to the Holy Spirit instead of just continuing and trying to be that Martha and get everything done. Exactly. And it's so well said, Jennifer. And if, if you moms are like me, that sometimes you work well off of like order and steps. And I'd say start with discipleship, you know, start right there. Because then once you allow yourself to be discipled and you spend time with the Lord, he will give you clarity and he will show you what to downsize. Right. And then once you realize what to downsize, then you can delegate who to help you with those things that you've now decided, okay, I'm not going to do all these things because the Holy Spirit has discipled me and shared this with me. And okay, now I realize like these are the things in my air in my life that I'm feeling him share with me. Like I need to downside, I need to let go of, and then you can delegate and then you can step out in faith and know that he's going to surround you with those people to help you there. That's so good. Thank you so much. I feel like we got just so much wisdom in such a short amount of time. I'm so glad that you joined me here and I'm so appreciative to you and all the wisdom that you brought us. Oh my goodness. Likewise, like, and to all you mamas listening to, like, 
I'm just so honored that you've allowed Jen and I in your space today into your, you know, your heart, into your brain. And just thank you. Thank you for taking that step to care about yourself and, um, and know that Jennifer is an amazing woman who's going to lead you down that path uh, to helping you live a restored lifestyle as well. Thank you so much, Cheyenne. So if any of the mamas listening want to continue with you and hear more of the amazing things that you have to share, where can they find you? Yeah, yeah, please, please come reach out. Please come find me. Um, what's great is I actually just went through a podcast uh, kind of reboot. So definitely a Holy Spirit discipleship moment there. Uh, he helped me decide there's another D to switch my podcast. Um, I was uh, the Mom Nation podcast. Now I'm the Energized Mama podcast. So you can go ahead and find me on any everywhere you listen to podcasts. Just type in the Energized Mama podcast. And then another great way to connect with me is I have an online Facebook group that's specifically for moms of littles. So mamas with kids that are five and under, and it's mostly focused on building a community and having a like-minded tribe of women that you can just come in and be real and be honest. And we have a really good time in there. We, we laugh, we joke, we cry, and it's mostly focused on finding balance, um, boosting your energy and raising Jesus loving littles. So if you'd love to come join us, please do. It's totally free. And you can actually find us just by typing in um, to your internet browser, momnationcommunity.com. And that will lead you straight to us. I'm in there. It's a great group. I highly recommend it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shane. And I hope we can have you on again someday soon. Absolutely. Oh, I would be honored. Maybe next time I might be like um, multitasking with some like breastfeeding or something, but I would probably that baby's on its way soon. Yes. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for allowing me just this space in this place to be here and to pour in um, and pour into you ladies and all these beautiful mamas. Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.